What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 67 of the Taste Cast, our weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do a bunch of random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. And a quick reminder, make sure to play XCOM 2 and Trials Fusion, both off for free on PlayStation Plus. Download those, play those, come back at the end of the month, which is coming up here faster than I'd like to admit. And uh, tell us what you thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of them. And our game of the month, as picked by Chris, is Warframe. It's free to play, so you can download it on pretty much everything. You have nothing to lose. Play that, come back at the end of the month for game of the month, and we will talk about that game as well. Uh, I need to get my ass into that game and play it. Uh, I'm doing the same thing I fall into every fucking month. I'm like, oh, I should play it. Oh, I should play it. And then I play at the very end of the month. And I'm like, why didn't I play this all month? This game's always fun. So I was like, I, I always fucking do that. Um, I think I have a natural inclination that if I feel like I have to do something, I procrastinate. And that's something I, I, I start doing in school. It's like, eh, I don't want to fucking do it. And I do like the night of. Even like when, you know, when I was in college or whatever for a little bit, fucking, they'd be like, oh, this is, you know, do this day. And I'm like, eh, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. And I'm like, I got to get this done by tomorrow morning. Fuck. So that old story. Uh, yeah. So uh, quick reminder also, make sure to join our Discord. Uh, we've got two new people in the Discord recently, which is pretty cool. Uh, hopefully you guys are having fun in there. Uh, and yeah, it's down in the description box. If you want to join us, you can talk to us anytime, post some random shit. Got a bunch of random sections. You can talk about really anything, almost anything. And uh, yeah, we also are on iTunes and other podcast places if you'd like to listen to us. And if you're listening to us, uh, make sure to check us out on YouTube at Tasty Lou Gaming and you can see what we look like. And uh, yeah, it's a good time. Uh, but with that with every taste cast we typically start with what we've been playing and i'm dying to know what show he's been playing uh not a whole lot i played nino kuni 2 a little bit uh not much further than the last time i said though still at the beginning of chapter nine uh last time i played i literally just did side quests so i got the achievement for doing 150 of them so pretty much done with side quests almost at this point in the game god damn um, wow um yeah, he's going to have that game beat before. I mean, I should have beat it a long time ago, but like, <laughs> well, I'm also on chapter nine. So there's 100 citizens for your uh, kingdom. I have 95 of them. So Oh, it caps Jesus. out at 100? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I'm at like 70 something. Yeah, some of them are because I, I ran out of like ideas on where to find them. And mm. then, so I ended up, I was like, okay, screw it. I'm going to look it up. I was like, where is, I was like, or it was uh, commonly missed characters and. I, apparently I wasn't the only person to wonder that because there are people who are literally just like hiding in random parts of the map. Oh. So I had to go to lo- like these different locations and like one guy was in a cave somewhere. One person was uh, in a, a place you visit in the very beginning of the game and never have to come back to. Um, yeah, there's a couple. Just imagine being that asshole who's just hanging out in a cave going like, boy, I hope a fucking king shows up here someday to invite me to his kingdom. <laughs> Just imagine the asshole who programmed that, like, man, fuck these people. I'm going to put this guy way back here. Right, and begin the game. You're going to forget all about this place, but fucking here's a guy. You also, need him. Also trying to finish all the, what are they called, dream doors? Yeah. I have six mm. of them done now. So I think I've nice. six. Yeah, I think there's nine for the quest, and then there's a tenth one, which has, like, a, you know, it's one of those things where after you beat the game, it gives you something hard to do type of thing. Like mm. make lofty go from a medium fry to a large fry. A very, a very Supersize large fry. him. Yeah. Uh, Supersize lofty. But good. <laughs> Last night I played uh, XCOM two for I don't know two three hours. So oh damn, about half of that was me making characters. Unfortunately, so yeah. 
I only did the first two missions after that. So mm. a lot of uh, cutscenes in the beginning of that game. Oh yeah, Ugh. I was just like, holy crap. Okay, a lot more in the first game too. Yeah. But I think that because of the success of the first game, they're trying to make the second one feel bigger and more uh, like new people friendly. Because the last game was kind of like. Well, some people played XCOM back in the day. Maybe people like this, and then it did well. And they're like, okay, XCOM 2 is going to be like a game that everybody's going to play. So, Yeah, with really low hit percentages. Yeah, you got to tell me about it. I bought that on PC when it came out, and fucking, like, I got pretty far into it. I was loving it, and then I just kept running into the same issue over and over and over and over and over again. I, I was just like, okay, it says my percentage is pretty high, but I keep missing, like, all the fucking time. And then someone be, like, really close to me, and it's like, you you're gonna, you got, like, 5% chance to hit this guy. I'm like, why? I'll say me and another person were literally on the same cover, and I popped up rifle in their face, and it was, like, 40% chance. I was like, how? <laughs> Yeah, and and hopefully they fixed them since when I played. Because when I played, it was a huge thing people were bitching about, including myself. Um, and the first game didn't feel like that. I mean, I I played a lot of the first game, so I, I'm not coming into this going like, well, this seems odd. I was like, this is fucking different. They need to fix that shit. So yeah. Did you ever see the XCOM two on PC? No. Oh, I will say, does not look great on PS4. Oh. No. <laughs> It looks okay. Yeah, it's kind of... I'm sure it looks a lot better. Jaggy. <laughs> Coming from PC to console usually does that, though. Yeah, God of War. But that wasn't on PC. Oh, so that was designed specifically for that console. No. That it? That's it. That's it. Okay. Uh, Chris, what are you playing? Um, I have been playing Blizzard games again. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of Blizzard games again. Which one the <laughs> most? <laughs> The one I probably shouldn't be playing. Uh oh. <laughs> Starcraft two. Yes. Oh my god, how'd you know? I just I guessed. That smile on your face is like that's a Starcraft two smile. Better see yeah. yeah, I've been playing Warcraft again. How's that going? It's it was fun, but it's starting to get I mean it's still fun, but it's starting to get to a point where it's kinda of grindy. I'm trying to get flying for the uh Broken Isles, which is kind of a pain in the butt to get there's a lot of rep grinding and um mm. a couple of the reps you have to grind like the wardens there's no quests for like there's no you just have to do what's called world quests like random a quest pop up every six hours that you got to do oh yeah it's it's rough it's rough but i'm almost done with that so <laughs> hooray Whew, how much time is that taken yeah. Too much. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say if you had to sit there and think about it, that's that's already too much time. <laughs> um, and then I've been playing a lot of Warframe. Nice. Chalking through that. Yeah. Yeah. What are you new doing? New frames are out. But uh, tra- trying to get relics right now mm. for the new stuff. Okay. So you got uh, Limbo Prime. Uh huh. And then the Destraza, which is a, a rapier. Yep. And then the Py- Pyrana Prime. Dest- Oh, is Destraza a prime? Because I will say, isn't that that's been around? No, the the the, the rapier. Yeah, yeah. It has there's no prime one for that one yet. Don't no, so I was asking. It's a you, prime, right? Yeah, you did you just, prime. You just said oh, Destraza. I was like, that's been out. Yeah, no, Destraza prime. And okay, then, uh, gotcha, prime gotcha. Prime. And I was like, what? <laughs> they re-released it. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I'm afraid when I hop in there, I'm just gonna go. Uh, I don't know what to do. 
But I have like three frames I need to level anyway, so that'd be a good start. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I have no more platinum, so I can't level any more frames like I was before. Yeah. I have I have four frames, five frames sitting done. <laughs> as well as like ten guns and swords total. That would just drive me waiting. insane. Yeah. Yeah, when I was, the last time I was playing quite a bit, I had a bunch of shit just sitting in there waiting to go. But uh, yeah, last time I checked, I, I I don't think I had anything sitting in there. So, but that was like the, fuck, like two or three frames ago. Last time I I hopped in to see what was going on in that game. But yeah, I need to. I need. I, I will. I'll hop into it. But it's getting fucking mm-hmm. getting late in the month. Mm-hmm. I, ha- <laughs> I keep track of everybody's days offline. <laughs> <laughs> Chevy, you're at five hundred and four. I'm just gonna log in one of these days Jesus. when you're not like on just long enough for that counter to go away and i'm gonna log out and you're like you play i'm just fucking with you <laughs> seth you're sitting at like 150 i think right now sounds about right i would say it's been it's been months for sure um yeah, yeah i think the last time we i played was uh around the time me you and josh i think it was josh josh used to play video games uh what? We're right when After Planes Eidolon came out. Yeah, we ran around yeah. there for a little bit, which is pretty cool. So I'd like to go check that out some more. Play anything else? No. Anything weird no. going on in your life you want to talk about? It's a vague question. Seeing what I get out of it. I have confirmation for something that's kind of exciting. Uh, something you want to talk about on the internet? Sure. I mean, it doesn't matter. Okay. I will be coming home from the 5th through the 20th of next month. Oh, or, uh, August, 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 sorry, August. August, okay. 5th and the 20th, so you're going to be here for a while, cool. Yeah, like two weeks. So you're going to actually be coming and hanging out on set? Maybe, maybe. Cool. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, maybe if I got time. So August and then also September? No, so, no, just August. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought there was another month there for some reason. Maybe you said August before, and time's just fucking escaping me these days. Uh, events that I was going to have changed time-wise, so that could have been it, too. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably. That is cool. August. Mm-hmm. What month are we mm-hmm. in right now? Almost July. Almost July. Oh! Nah. That's a blur. Yeah. All right. That is cool. Glad I asked that question. Uh, anything else? Anything? <laughs> anything at all? Okay. Uh, I have been playing Onrush because it's a really easy game to just fucking start playing and 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 then go to bed after work because it's <laughs> you just drive and crash and peel and kill them and you level up and you unlock new shit and it's it's a really fun game that I keep trying to get Josh to buy. But anytime I bring it up, he literally ignores that I even said it and just keeps talking. So I think he's avoiding. I think he's avoiding that topic. He tried to get me to fucking. He's he's like tell me he's like he's like hey. Firm tattoos coming out for Xbox. Yeah, he I'm tagged like, us all on Twitter. Yeah, and I was like, I'm, I bought it. And he's like, yeah, but the beta comes out. It's free. I'm like, I I know what the game's like though, dude. And I was like, I was like, I'm not buying it for fucking console, man. And he's like, you did it with Vermintide. I'm like, that was a PlayStation Plus game. Yeah. I was like, I didn't buy Vermintide twice. I'm PC Vermintide just uh, allowed us to put mods in the game. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm just too invested, like time-wise and place fine on PC. He wants to play on Xbox, though, I guess. I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I like Chris. Nah. Nah. 
<laughs> Him and Rob are really bad when it comes to that stuff. Of course, Rob just plays everything on PC. Coordinating? Uh, no, just wanting, like trying to get people to play on their, their thing or preference, which I, I mean, I get, but like, you know, Rob's always, you know, like, what are you playing on? Or he'll be like, hey, the game's come out. See you on there. And like, dude, we're going to be on PlayStation. I would say Rob has never asked me, what do I play something on? He's yeah. just like, I'll see you there. I'm like, no, you won't. Mm, you only play on PC. Yeah. <laughs> and then it seems like Josh always buys it for something else. else. He's the he's the Kotaku of, of buying games. Like we buy a game on PC, he buys it on console. Or I'm kidding. We it get a game on console, he buys it on PC. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Oh, I'm playing it uh, on this console. Oh, I bought it last gen. Sorry, bro. I like them. I like them fucking uh, retro graphics. Rob, like three times now. I don't know why, but there's something I do when I'm on Steam and I hit a button or something and it'll like go to invite somebody. And it's always Rob. I don't know how I do it, but I've done it like three times now. And each time like I'll send it, I'm like, fuck. And then I just keep playing, just waiting. And then, like, five minutes later, I just get a, a message from him. He's like, I don't have that game, dude. I'm like, well, I was on accident, so don't even fucking worry about it. But, I, like, after, like, three times, I feel like he, he might just be like, oh. like, oh, he's, he's going to play something with me. And then, fuck, he's like, I don't have that. I'm like, ugh. Sorry, Rob. My Steam just really wants to invite you to games. That you don't have. Yeah. He hops on like a motherfucker, though. Oh, yeah. I see his name just pop up. It's one game. Then two minutes later, it pops up as a different game. Then he pops up. He's playing something else. I'm like, you're worse than I am. I bitch about playing like a new game every night, pretty much. He's playing a new game every fucking 10 minutes. <laughs> He's like, I don't even want to be at that point yet. He's like ahead of me in my fucking journey of not being able to stick to a game. I've actually really enjoyed playing one game. So, Yeah. Yeah, every once in a while I want to, like, that's that's the thing with Onrush, is, like, it's it's a simple premise, but, like, I'm actually, like, playing it, I'm, like, level 40-something in it. I'm, like, I haven't been level 40-something in a game in a while. Like, freshly got yeah. to a new level like that. All, all the games are, like, games from the past that I got there, and then I come back, I'm, like, oh, yeah, I was here, and then I play for a second. I think I'm level 60 in Yenokuni, so... I don't even know what the fuck level I am. I just, uh, I'm counting probably, on you. You're probably close if you're in Chapter 9. Something like that, for sure. Something. I'm killing things. I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Don't worry about me. Um, played H1Z1 again a little bit on PS4. I don't know why. I just hopped in there. Had the worst time. Okay, so another thing I want to talk about with H1Z1, the Battle Royal game, of course, if anyone's confused, um, is I typically, and this isn't me bragging anyway, but I typically always make it to the top 20 in most Battle Royale games. I play very conservatively. I don't interact with people unless I have to, unless I'm feeling like, oh, I'm going to fuck this guy up, and I know I can do it, then I do it. But most of the time, I'm very protective of, like, just stay the hell away from the gunshots. And, like, it doesn't net me a lot of points and kills, but I, I get plenty of kills. But, like, anyway, I always am curious about those people who die in, like, the first 30, though, because I'm never those guys. The first 50... You know, sometimes that happens. I, I get a shit area I land and someone gets me or whatever. But those guys who all die right in the beginning, like, I'll be landing sometimes. Someone will die. I assume they fucking fell into something or something as soon as they got there. I don't know. I'm always curious about those, like, early deaths in the game. What the fuck's going on there? So, anyway, I got to experience that for the first time. And it was fucking bizarre. I, I met the first and last ever uh, psychic fucking sorcerer of a battle royal game. This guy knew where something was at before I could even see it. So anyway, I land with my team. I'm playing fives, which is five people on a team. 
and I land in a campsite like 10 feet away from the rest of my team. They all land too, and they're all like looking out building a shit. I run uh, to attend, and this, everything I'm about to explain to you happened in a matter of about five seconds. One, two, three, four, five, I died, right? I landed, I look over to my left, there's a fucking sleeping bag on the ground with a fucking crossbow and explosive uh, arrows. I run over and grab that because I'm like, it's better than nothing. I turn to my right, still in these five seconds, and I see a truck. I'm like, oh, there's normally weapons in the back of trucks. So I run to that truck, and it, and I hear just footsteps. And as I turn my camera over to see what's in the back of the truck and I slightly see a shock and I go to hit triangle to grab it, I see feet float over my left shoulder, over the bed of the truck, flying over. I look up, because I assume it's my teammate, like, oh, what is he doing? And the shotgun I thought I grabbed, this guy is looking at me with it and goes, boom, one shot, and I was, I was just dead. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking serious? I was like, I told Josh that. He's like, well, he, he earned it. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying he's fucking wrong. Like he knew that shotgun was there because I was looking at it, hit triangle and he was flying over my head in order to grab it, turn around, shot me, killed me instantly. <laughs> and then the thing that really pissed me off is I went in, into spectate mode and my team was just fucking like they didn't hear the gunshots or something because they were just off doing their own thing, fucking having a picnic somewhere. I was like, so this guy's literally a fucking ninja, like a real one. I, whew. So anyway, I died like in the first 10, like in the 90s. I was like, holy shit. It was so quick and so uh, incomprehensible that I, I felt nothing for it. I wasn't upset or anything. I was just like, wow, that's what it's like, huh? It's almost like well, you never even loaded in the fucking game. It's like my life and all FPS is just, hey, what's this? Blam! Shit. Yeah, it's, I'm, not, I'm not used to it. Awesome. It, was, I don't, it, was, it was awful. I mean, firm reference when it comes to Battle Royals, but I know... And it's obviously Call of Duty is a fast-paced game, so it's just the way it is. But I've just spawned, turned, like, a little bit and just died. And I was like, well, that was fun. So Yeah, it happens in Call of Duty, but it depends on who made it that that would be a, a worse thing. Mm -hmm. um, Sledgehammer's really bad about spawn points. Uh, in Advanced Warfare, there are so many times where I would spawn and just get killed as soon as I spawn. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I know there's, like, a hard... It's got to be really complicated. Obviously, if you're spawning on one of two sides of a map, that's way easier. But in like deathmatch and team deathmatch, it, it it has an algorithm. And this isn't anything new, but it has an algorithm to spawn you where there's nobody at, which is really smart. Most time works. So I can't even complain. But because they're using that system, sometimes it's like, ah, you got to spawn somewhere. So it's like, here you go. And I'm like, dink. And like, before I even see anybody, I'm just like, my, I just got birthed and I fucking boom, I'm dead. I'm like, okay. And I just restart. Cause so I'm like, okay, that was a free kill for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That's one nice thing about a uh, battlefield is because maps are so big. Spawning is well, besides the fact you can you can just spawn back at base, and that's usually the safest bet. You you have choices, yeah. yeah. So, but, but if you're if on like the last flag and uh, everybody's there, and you chaos. spawn and you fucking get shot with a tank as soon as you get there, or the worst thing ever because you really appreciate the person trying to fucking get you back, but you die. They fucking bring you back. You fucking get killed as soon as you get brought back. Somehow that same medic crawls over to you and fucking gets you back up. Because he's goddamn Dr. Frankenstein. That has happened to me so many times. And then you get fucking shot again. And then he's fucking... And gets you up and fucking... All of a sudden, you're just like, dude, just let me die. I've, let I've, it happen. I've had you do that to me I just before. want the release. 
we were in a building and I got shot and you were like, get back up. And I'm like, okay. And as soon as I like was able to move again, I fell back down and you were like, again, I was like, I, I'm not going to survive here. Cause for some reason their whole team's looking directly at you and they're like, what about that medic? Never mind him. I just really want to make sure this guy never wants to play this game again. That's how you really win the wars. You fucking demoralize them. Yeah. Spawn Once points. It, they're fun. Yeah. Yeah. They're funny. Uh, played PUBG Mobile like 10 minutes ago. Got a chicken dinner. So that was cool. Um, yeah. Played with, uh, it was supposed to be a team of four, I believe, if that's how PUBG works. But uh, I don't play much anymore. But um, only had two people on my team. So maybe it's three. I'm not sure. I think it's four, though. Um, and they were on the voice chat, which I think is clever and smart that there is a voice chat because it's a fucking phone. So if there's one thing that things should do, it's communicate. So, uh, it's usually the worst thing they're at, they do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, <laughs> I turned up the, the speaker and all I hear is just, I assume the guy's palm or thumb rubbing on the phone. I hear, <laughs> and then I hear, <laughs> it's like vibrating. I'm like, oh man, I'm like, I, I I'm glad that this is here. I'm glad you can commu- communicate. There's a lot of things that that are gonna make that really annoying, so I fucking muted them. But uh, but yeah, we won. That was awesome. So first match, last match. I don't know when the next time I'll play it is, especially because they erased all my pro. Well, not my progress. My progress is still there. They got rid of all my shit that I earned. So that's always stupid as fuck. Um, yeah. Then I've been playing Warhammer 40k Inquisitor Martyr, which is way better than I hoped. Um. Another game Josh will be picking up on console. Uh, he told me. He actually blamed me for it. He's like, didn't you say it's it's going to play better on console? I'm like, but the cover mechanic might. I don't know. He's like, yeah, I'll probably pick it up on there. He's like, it comes out soon. I'm like, well, I'm not picking it up on there, man. I already bought it. Um, man, I was with him. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to find a way to not play games with people. He's, he's the console Rob. And Rob's the PC Rob. <laughs> there's console rob and pc rob josh can get pissed and i'm calling him that josh can hear this whole thing and get pissed like where the fuck are you talking about me uh, <laughs> all i'm trying to do is play some games on console god damn it <laughs> he tried to guilt trip me too about not installing uh dying light and playing with him and i'm like you've never even asked me he's like why don't you have downloaded why don't you ever play with me and i'm like this is the first time I'm hearing about it man <laughs> Um, but I asked him about Onrush and he just fucking like blankly stares through me as if I don't exist and then starts talking about the next topic uh, Warhammer 40k uh, Inquisitor Martyr is a very fucking cool game though I really suggest people who like Diablo to play it um, it seems to be slightly more technical because there's more things that you can do in it. Uh, like I said, you can take cover in the game. You can use like mounted guns and shit, and it like pulls the camera down to a third person view, which is really interesting. Um, fully voice acted with three different voice actors for uh, each of the three classes that have three classes to pick. Um, and they're all different sounding. They all say different shit. I also like that they're all pretty much Kratos. If you like the way Kratos talks in God of War, very matter of fact, fucking I know what I'm capable of and I'll fucking beat people's ass. The Inquisitors are the same way. They're like, I'm here to fucking kill everything. And I'm going to do that. And I'm like, all right, this is, I'm into this. <laughs> kind of get a boner when I hear shit like that. I'm like, I like confidence. Most people do. Um, 
Yeah, I was telling you about before. There's a mission where you're looking for somebody, and, and they're like, "Oh, did you find him?" They're like, "No, but I killed all the fucking all the filth here or whatever, so my day hasn't been completely wasted." I'm like, "That's right, that's right. You <laughs> murdered a lot of things. Luckily, they're all as they call them the taint, which I hate." At one point, he said something about he's got to clean the taint, and I was like, "Ooh, I hope so." That's just basic hygiene. Um, <laughs> step children. Uh, but it, it's very cool um i really like the there's guns in it and they're pretty common to the point where like most of the characters there's melee ones of course too but some of them like i have a guy with a shield and a pistol so like i can do shield moves block things uh and then also shoot but you, there's also like if you hit are you reload so you have to worry about ammo unless you're using a laser gun um shotguns also have like a good spread because there's like hordes in the game like a bunch of shit will rush you and like single hit weapons aren't very good for that um there's, there's just a lot of dynamic things going on in that game that's really cool um and it's also interesting because you play single player and then there's a multiplayer mode where you play those maps and i'm assuming you go through the same star map as uh the single player does but the single player is only single player okay for the story so you're not playing story with your friends and at first i was like eh, i don't know if i like that and i would prefer it with friends absolutely but the game actually does tell a story really well um, very surprised. Probably the best I've seen for a, uh, as they call them, fucking ARPG. Um, I, I don't, I haven't played another one that tells a story as coherently as it does. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, very cool game. Definitely suggest picking that up. And you can pick it up on console if you really want to, but it looks better on PC. Plus, one of the reviews I read was like, why'd they even put a cover system in the game if it's not even that useful? I'm like, then don't use it. <laughs> There was a couple times where I was getting my ass shot off, and I was like, "Oh yeah, cover," and I did it. So, to each their own. I'm, I, you know, I think it's cool they tried something new and different. Um, yeah, that's all I've been playing. That's all. That's all I've done with my life lately, except for work my ass off. Chevy knows all about this shit. This yeah. week's been stupid and also very humid. One day it was like eighty some degrees, but it decided to rain right before it got hot. Yeah. So it got really steamy around around Washington. It was almost, it was almost ninety. What is with that? You guys are like hotter than I am recently. Like it's only been like seventy here. Oh, that sounds great. Seventy something today. Yeah, today was fantastic. Yesterday was almost ninety. <laughs> yeah, and it decided to like spritz the ground with some moisture. Before the sun came out, and it's like <sighs> here, enjoy the no. humidity, assholes. Just watch Hold the it. two weeks that I come back. It's gonna rain nonstop the whole time. I welcome August. <laughs> yeah, August is the hottest month. Dude, so that's gonna think be so. stupid. <laughs> Although I was surprised when I went to fucking California in October and they're having a unseasonable heat wave of 108 to 110 degrees. Yeah, was, that was fucking that was insane. Bad. Plus, the whole state was on fire. So like Disneyland the was really always on fire. Really smoky. It was really smoky. It was pretty bad. They were pretty close to Anaheim, so the whole yeah. time we were in Disneyland, the air was not so great. Even that bartender chick was talking about like how weird everything was lately, and I was like. All right. At least, at least I'm not like the like tourists going like, "Wow, it's really fucking smoky and hot as shit for October." I just thought the bar was open this time. Yeah, yeah it's a lot better. There's yeah, yeah. yeah. Go into that, but we don't. We ain't got fucking time for that shit uh, because we're gonna watch some videos. Uh, so yeah, let me know in the comments though. Uh, what have you been playing? Uh, I'm very curious, and uh, if you you're playing something cool that you'd like to recommend, recommend it to me, Jeremy. Jurassic World Evolution is worth picking up for full price. IGN seems to think it's a four out of ten. 
uh, let me know in the comments. What do you think about that? Uh, so yeah, we got two videos we're going to watch. The first one, both from E3, things we missed, uh, but I think worth watching. Uh, first video we're going to be watching is for Code Vein. Uh, they had the presentation where they talked with uh, Max Scoville. He's in both these wearing two different shirts because uh, luckily he wears different shirts every day. Um, and then we're going to be watching a video for Mutant Year Zero gameplay. Uh, we watched a CGI trailer for that a while back. A while back. So we'll actually get to see what the game looks like. Uh, Chevy's having issues remembering yeah, I, I that no game. I have no idea what this is. Yeah. <laughs> and then if we have time, I have a topic I'd like to talk about. But we'll see where we're at when we get to that no. point. No topics allowed. <laughs> All right. Anything you guys want to say before we watch uh, Code Vein? Mm, yes only because the type of game code vein is mm -hmm. today i saw on on reddit that someone discovered a new monster in bloodborne today really yeah what that chalice dungeons are random so it's true so it was an undiscovered monster that's creepy yeah it's and like the way to get them to show up is really ridiculous so you go through the whole dungeon or whatever and then he gets to the room and there's just like it looks like they're part of the ground. It's like these skeletons or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, and someone who knows what I'm talking about is probably going to correct me. But um, you then quit the game while you're in that room and reload and they reanimate. And then you can fight them. Weird. Yeah. And they look like they were, they're marionettes almost. They must have been like um, enemies that were not fully fleshed out. Because I know like there's a lot of weird stuff that Chalice Dungeons can like do. Like, you can access, like, weird sections of the game that aren't, like, fully finished. And they must be, like, an enemy that was, like, built into the game that they didn't fully flesh out. I don't know, but people discover stuff all the time still. Ugh. It's one thing I think is crazy about Bloodborne is just how much life you can get out of the game. Apparently there's something in God of War nobody's found yet, too. So... But that game's deep. Like, there's an end game to that game, which is really interesting. Yeah, I'll get to it eventually. It's really good. It's really good. I don't have time to play video games I, anymore. I, yeah, I have a review. I was writing for it and Detroit and Nino Cooney, even though I'm not done with it yet, but I started one. Um, I don't know when the fuck those are going to get done. So I feel you in a different way. Mm. Um, yeah. So uh, let's watch Code Vein. Hopefully they say some good stuff that makes me want to buy it. I already do. So hopefully they don't say anything bad that I'm like, fuck that game. I wish I never watched this. You ready, Chris? Uh, no, I need a second because my window is open, apparently. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go close it. All right, cl close your window. Um, yeah, so Code Vein, though, uh, last video we watched seemed like it was um, mostly kind of like in like a cave place. He was running around with his mom the whole time. She had a lot to say constantly, um, which was kind of annoying. But the gameplay still looks really fun. Um, I like that it's like anime esque. Uh, still, it's still a genre that I'm still still waiting to to see more and more flesh out. I mean, even um, that one game I forgot, oh, the Surge Two. Mm. I mean, they're 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 still trying to make that into a thing, so it's just really interesting to see. Well, and then you know, on top of that, you know, From Software's got their third title in that genre now coming out which is supposed to be harder than uh dark souls and bloodborne yeah which i don't know i don't even know if i'm excited for that because <laughs> i don't i gotta up the ante man 
They they're really good about um, making that challenge, uh, and they even talked about it, which I, I thought was cool because that's what everybody feels when they play those games. But they're like, we don't make things hard just to be hard. We make them hard because uh, we want when you beat it to feel like you conquered something, and mm-hmm. it does do that. But the, I, th- I think there's fucking a limit almost to like, because like there's some really fucking hard fights. Oh, they'll find it. And uh, <laughs> and that game is going to be harder than both the games. Although I did find Bloodborne to be much easier than the Dark Souls series, but that's because I do typically play, play more um, mobile and fast-paced games and characters and games. So kind of fit more my style. Um, whereas in Dark Souls, I'll like fucking hype myself out and shit and do a bunch of dumb shit. Get stuck against walls. It's the bane of my fucking existence. Plus, like, normal enemies kill me more often than bosses in those fucking games. Because I'll get, like, I'll be like, yeah, whatever, and I go do something, and, like, I walk the wrong direction. They go, and fucking, I'm like, oh, shit. And then I go to roll, and then I, like, fly off a cliff, or somebody else stabs me. I'm like, I really need to stop going, like, oh, yeah, this place is whatever. The game is, uh, uh, those games are a perfect example of uh, getting comfortable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that whole game is literally like all games are designed to have like an enemy for you to kill. That game is designed for the enemies to kill you. They're all like, "How do we kill him? Let's kill this dude!" And the whole time you're like, Ugh, just like squeezing through the gauntlet. We're even in that dodging game. blades flying at you and stabbing people back. Like, well, they even in that chalice dungeon I was just talking about those like marionette cell monsters. They're like hanging like this, and they got like a sword in one hand, or whatever. And the whole time they're just kind of like zipping left and right. Almost mm-hmm. like someone's like going like this with them, you know. Oh, that's cool. And then all of a sudden they just like go forward and swing once, and I was like, "Oh, that doesn't seem too bad." And all of a sudden one of them was just like, <laughs> "I was like, oh, apparently they can move more than once." Yeah, they really like having enemies have like a flourish move where they fucking freak out. It's pretty common in most of the games. Mm-hmm. Um, makes me wonder how many games exist now, no matter how long they've been out. They have stuff that fucking people just haven't like design stuff, not like stuff you have to dig for mm. that people still haven't found. Because every once in a while you hear about like one a, recently, yeah, every once in a while you hear about like a sixty-four game or something where someone found something that no one ever found before, and that shit's like almost like video game archaeology. It's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're going back and like taking the toothbrush to the Velociraptor fucking claw, and you're like, oh shit, I found his hip. What game was that? I I don't know. Besides Bloodborne, it's just because it pops up all the time. Because obviously, random systems. I'll... Bud Bun. Bud Bun. Bud Bun. I took out the L and the R. Mm-hmm. And the O and a lot of things. It's not even <laughs> close to the same word anymore. Cobweb dog. Bud Bun. Code vein. Woof em. All right, you ready, Chris? Watching Code Veins, 11-minute video. We'll probably watch the whole thing. We'll see. And uh, ready? Three, two, one, and go. Joining me is Bandai Namco brand manager Stephen Akana. Okay, hey, yo. how's it going? Thanks for coming by, dude. Yeah, You've got you a game that people really want to know a lot about. Um, it's been called Anime Souls. Uh, I don't would like you it. say that's an accurate sort of description? <laughs> not a or good, is that being that's a not a good name. It's one of those things where it's like at a first glance, I can totally see a lot of those uh, those I mean, comparisons. It where it's like, like they're an looking anime. at it, and there's a lot of yeah, inspiration. Yeah, I think it's a little more clever than Anime Souls. The, uh, games that fall in that Soulsborne category. 
But once you get past that first layer, you can really find that this is uh, a game that's really putting a different stamp so in different character that than his mom. Space and really trying to think about, well, what are the things that oh, this type of uh, game nope. genre Doesn't did like they really like? I like the armor, though. Playing as gamers mm. and what things did they want to change up and make sure is a little bit different, maybe make oh. the game more inviting to a wider audience. Okay, and this is from the studio behind God, the God Eater series? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. they're known for having you know, properly fleshed out storylines and everything. Which yeah, the, when you think about God Eater, it's like, like you know, there's parts of like really deep and then like these large scale boss That's my favorite of all the glad little being able to work within those two areas. And I think the animations look a lot better than last time I saw this. It looks like really stiff the first time we watched. That sword is big. Now, this the is coloring, a post-apocalyptic The whole game looks yeah, better, so yeah. All the characters, they are revenants, and they're cut off in this closed off They're on DiCaprio. And uh, basically, all these revenants, they, uh, when they become revenants, they lose their memories. And so they're working together to try to figure out there's a, a kind of a society of, you know, how they organize sharing of blood use. and being able to kind of figure out what's yeah. going on in this world but you join this group and uh your main mission really is happened. to uh discover like more of your memories in your past unlock Man, the memories of your uh, fix that shit. and uh escape all i can think this, of right uh, now is like kingdom hearts bloodborne edition. we're actually we're looking at live That's gameplay cool right sounding. here yeah this is uh the new build that we have cut just special for e3 so um it takes place in a new world environment but there's a couple extra features that uh, people will be able to find in the main game. So uh, right now we have Nick uh, behind uh, driving the game, and he's showing us Kingdom uh, Souls. there's different blood codes that uh, Dark Hearts is able to choose between, and these ones dictate uh, a like lot of the different band. gifts that you're able to use. So gifts basically are like spells. They're um, either attacks, they're buffs that you can do with your character. There's uh, buffs that you're able to do uh, combined with your other character. That's cool. um, and within those, you're able to mix and match those different gifts. As you go into the main game, you can actually unlock them, mix them between different uh, different characters. So one of the big features that the team really wanted I, to put forward was they don't want the people to yeah, feel yeah, locked yeah. into I remember that's that's the only reason I brought it up is I, I thought you know, vaguely no, remember uh, talking about that. Okay. So you can change out your weapons, change out your gift loading set. So if you hit a wall, you don't have to just get better. You also want to think about it. Maybe my play style is a little bit different. Maybe I'm not someone who goes straight out. Maybe I want some more uh, support elements. And it's not like re-rolling entirely. It's like more like you can kind of pick and choose. And exactly. Excellent. Uh, one thing I know people are uh, kind of concerned is about is that this is a game that uh, is a, you know you've got you've got companions with you, uh, and that's that's an NPC plan, correct? Yes. Uh, are the NPCs optional? Can you go it solo if you feel like it? You know, if you really chose to, your NPC is able to die um, as you're in a level. If you wanted to mission on your on your own, you can let your NPC, uh, you know, fall and just. It's interesting they don't have an option to get rid of yeah. that. Although I do like having somebody with me, because I think it's kind of really a. Built to it feels different than Dark Souls because Dark Souls is such so a lonely feeling game. So but is, it is weird that they um, don't have a solo are mode. Just like, you know, your own health yeah. management, your partner's health management, and especially when you're in a uh, large-scale boss fight, <clears> well, I mean, it's really clutch to make sure that you think about that what your partner is doing. Yeah, but I feel like they're going to add that because that seems like something that a lot of people are going to want to do. Like, play through the game like it's intended, but they should have a mode where you can do without. But the NPCs that you work with, they have uh, their own uh, weapon set and um, their own features that uh, you actually can't customize. Okay. So uh, certain characters are going to have uh, 
they're going to be more aggressive, what going out fuck? and fighting more, but they don't really focus Astral on giving finish. you any sort of strength buffs. Um, other characters really kind of focus on doing a little very bit anime more looking of, um, when you, you know, hit and run that. tactics, and they focus Persona. on making sure that, you know, you have all the added buffs to your character group, or um, okay. Can you uh, instruct them to sort of to hang back or to follow your lead, or is it sort of to sort of adjust their playstyle? It's it's choosing those different characters. Gotcha. Like, you so know, certain ones will start being a little bit yeah, more Yeah, mom aggressive. will follow around very closely um, and tell you what to do constantly. Cool like, okay, mom! NPCs beyond just their playstyle, all of them have their own background story. And mm. as you go through a new mission in the game, you can... Uh, do certain the environments are less rocky because everything uh, we've seen so far has all been rocky okay, places, so build, right? Which is really weird. With your, uh, with your... It's the God Eater team after all, so there I mean, you know, they're always thinking never played God Eater, like, but it's always a game no, I was kind of curious about. No piece just always heard good things show. about them. Yeah, they want everything to have multiple yeah, players to play Okay, now you said that I believe someone I don't know, I saw the word God are, in there, you know, I was like, I can't be a good game. Just because it more so just seems, uh, sounds so generic made, to say uh, something that's the God of hands. Like God of War? Yeah, well I used to not like God of War. Now I love it. There's ways that you can actually call in another player. So if you're online and you see your other friend that's online, you can send out a distress call if you meet a certain amount of requirements. And they can jump into your game and you can actually join in a three-man cell. So oh, then uh, it's so you, your NPC, and then Hopefully it's not like your, uh, really crazy lines. things you gotta do and though, because I just rather not do it at all then. You, um, you need to lose ten times the same enemy and be a glass bit of health. And you've had to have died three times and be decrepit at this point to be able to, but if they're alive still, you can't do it. I mean, when you see, like, you know, you can play with, like, another another player. I think it's two enemies present in the room at the time. Yeah, just stuff like that. I'm just like, I'm not doing all that to play with somebody for five minutes cool reveal that we're like no it's not or until the boss neo did it perfectly uh, you actually join in in that party and make it a party of three so your your custom characters are appear to each other and everything exactly that sounds good uh tell me a little bit about that the sounds good in this world yeah so, um, that, it does the way that the, the whole game works is it's a kind of a, it's a connected dungeon so you have a home base that you go to, and from there you can dispatch out to These, like, enemies are very those, reminiscent of, uh, like, uh, Warhammer, like, Chaos Legion. Kind of, so yeah. Through, you can go back, uh, play through There's a weird again, industrial look to the game. Uh, be able to get mm -hmm. some more, uh, it's very, like, monster pace, anime meets, is, uh, like, what you do to spend down industrial, yeah. Without, like, the bright colors that Cyber Goths have. Yeah. Cause like he has like the gas mask on, which I don't get. Yeah, I think uh, we'll have Nick just die really quick, and from there he can. Uh, have Nick die real quick. That's real easy. He ain't good. Damn, that was real quick. Why did you do it? Okay. Bye, Nick. So I'm curious, how did the? That's why they died the last video watch too. When he's with the babushka, yeah. He fell in that hole. When playing in the, in the previous build, you can camera. even see where the boss is There's looking at square you. holes and in other maps then, because I, I remember him falling in a fucking coach, square like, hole. You know, people that are starting to play the game, we always have like a beat the boss oh. challenge that goes on. And, uh, oh, this, this is not a square hole you got here. Might as well just jump looking, in. Because if he's looking towards the other character, you know that he's going to go in that direction. Keep um, kind of a uh, pincer attack formation, so that if he starts running in the other direction, you can give yourself buffs, you can heal yourself over. Um, and it gives you a little bit of a better visibility. Yeah, get rid of the mom. I'm sick of her. I like that. Not so you, you get a sense of really what your what your partners. Get out of here, mom. Get. Go. So 
in addition to sort of the, the, the in-story the relationship boss. you build, you actually learn how to kind of play I'll say, have we seen a boss yet? first pass, you might think like, oh, okay, there's a, a partner so. character. I don't, I don't remember really one. think about him. But as you continue to play it, you really do think about this other person. The like, effects are cool. Thanks, shot. That was like, cool looking. Um, so right now, uh, he's playing against, uh, this is the um, invading executioner. Now tell, tell me, tell me about I mean, her. I played Lords of the it's Fallen, so I'll definitely the, buy the this, probably. Um, inspiration from, um, Lords like, of the Fallen's uh, probably, like, so she has this cool, like the most generic Souls clone like I've played so far. Um, yeah. I, and I liked it, too, of, but it was uh, definitely, it didn't do a whole lot to differentiate itself. In, uh, she has one where she moves from one side of the uh, play field to the other in, like, this um, sweeping slide. But sometimes she'll double up with two, and it's one that ends up hitting both you and your partner if you're not careful. So you always have to think about, like, you know, I just really want Neo too. multiple, um, multiple right. modes with different attacks. Oh, always yeah. keep an eye on what their, really uh, what their preps that. are and the best way to be able to evade different attacks. And about how far into the into the story just are being able to get like so like loot. This is actually is such a huge it's, thing. Uh, an actual part of the game, but then they've readapted it to uh, oh, for did. an event. So this is not the exact uh, location where you fight this boss. Uh, but if I was to say when you get to this um, this dried up seabed area, it's probably um, maybe is about that we're like looking five at? hours into the game. Four hours? I, the whole time I felt like it was the Coral Highlands and Monster Hunter. Sizable, sizable campaign. Yeah, kinda. Just like, a, like okay. the blood oh, moon uh, has risen ask, over uh, the Coral uh, Highlands. The, the Puff bats, the fucking so extra pissed. Seeing, you know, costume DLC or familiar characters make a sort of. Uh, the blood moon makes my there. coat we look don't bad. Have any information about that beyond the pre-order that we have for this um, is your there's fault. a crossover for God Eater weapons. <laughs> so the iconic weapons uh, of uh, three different characters, uh, you can actually get those and equip those in the game. So it's uh, something really cool for people who have been following uh, this development team for a really long time. Beautiful. Uh, and this is coming out September 28th worldwide. He talks about September them like he doesn't know who they are. That date. Everyone's super happy about, like they just called him up and like, hey, can you talk about this game? Right. Here's some notes. Xbox One and PC? <laughs> yes. Are there any plans to come to Switch at some point? Uh, no news about Switch. Okay, well, we can Don't always, even uh, bring it up. Kind of why everyone does on? for every fucking uh, no, game just, ever. You know, Trying really to get them fucking that, disappointments you know, going? To be able to... No, do another E3, show everyone this game. It's something that we've been working on for a really long time. And how long? You know, Bandai Namco, we work on I a lot of the, stuff. I need the amount of days. Know, how many partners, hours? But then we also have a lot of stuff to the that we do internally, and yep. it's a great opportunity to show that. Give me, give me some, some seconds cool too. Great. Well, thank you so much for coming by, Stephen. We appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Uh, it is time for another quick break, but stick around because next up is quick, After Party. Yeah, see you later. A game about winning Shut a up. drinking contest with um, the devil, and then we're throwing right, down with Better Live Six. So don't go anywhere. I mean, looks like the same game to me that we've yeah. been seeing so yeah i don't really have a whole lot more to add to that i mean really the only things that were like i'm concerned about that you're essentially on mars because every fucking time <laughs> we've seen the game they're in a cave and even you're like this is a new area and i'm like fucking is it like it looks the same as the last place the rocks are slightly different colored they were, they even were like oh that chick doesn't fight you in that place so was this like this default demo place they're showing shit off at like i don't get it the boss seemed kind of cool i liked seeing a different uh not babushka mom hmm. uh with you the other mom seemed pretty cool um like the big sword the effects of the missile shooting was cool but yeah i mean it, it pretty much was I didn't really get a whole lot of new shit from that. Yeah. Aside from we found out that you can bring someone in and have three people on your team, an NPC and somebody else. Yeah. Which I mean is cool to hear, but hopefully the uh, the prerequisites of of getting someone in there aren't like me and Chris were saying, fucking stupid. <laughs>
You guys get three minutes to play if you do all this crazy shit. I'm, I'm just going to keep playing the game. I don't need the... Sorry, I'm not playing with anybody. But yeah, a couple new things, but also not a lot of new things. Still, yeah. still more of Doom Planet. Yeah, no, I was hoping for more. I mean, we got to see like the the gifts. That's what they were calling them. Like that's the first time I ever recall seeing that. Which was cool. Yeah, um, it does seem like a bit much though with all those buttons in the bottom right corner with like controlling you and I assume controlling the other per- character at the same time telling them like to do certain actions mm. might be a little a uh, little much for my tastes in a Soulsborne-ish game. I yeah. like just kind of go there and do my own thing. Yeah, I do wonder like that you're always going to have somebody with you and like obviously like all these moves and shit going on like if you're like on like a thin like uh, walkway with like a wall and a cliff or whatever. Like, how hectic is it gonna get with your guy like trying to shove through you to go fight the thing, and it's trying to shove through you to fight it? And the whole time he's like, "I want to play this too," and they knock you off the cliff. Not today. <laughs> now we're fighting. Get the fuck out of the way. Oh well, why did I buy the game then? You're um, along for the ride. <laughs> you watch. Stay over there. <laughs> Fine. Um. I'm still interested, but I, I, every time I watch a video, man, I'm just not hyped for it. Right. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll play it. it. Looks fun. Um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to say on that? Astral finish. Astral finish. Also, in the comments, you get something. I was just gonna say this. This genre is tough for me because I'm not super into it. So. Yeah, that's fair. Let us know in the comments when was the last time you got an astral finish and also uh what do you think about Code Vein? Uh Vampire Souls Born uh Babushka Mom game. Uh is there a video out there that you have seen of this game that would probably get us more hyped? Uh let me know because the videos keep watching kind of more of the same every time. Like I said, I'm gonna pick it up, but I'd love to watch a video and go. This is why I'm buying the fucking game. So let me know in the comments what you're thinking about Code Vein and all that other stuff. And because of time and because of the E3 thing, and I, I just kind of want to have a short episode, we're going to skip the topic that we're going to talk about tonight. We will cover that soon, though. I promise it will be interesting. But uh, we are going to watch Mutant Year Zero, uh, which is a XCOM-type game, but supposed to have stealth elements to it. Um you it, it comes from a, like a pen and paper game i guess okay called the same thing and yeah you're gonna play with some pig and some duck and some other stuff chris do you remember this game at all the more you talk about it the more familiar it sounds but... there was a cgi trailer we watched like months ago months ago and it's like these people walking through kind of like a wasteland area it's like kind of like old decrepit like houses and stuff they go into a house and like there's a little like duck man and a pig man and a chick, a woman, not a chicken. And uh, and they're like looking through the house or whatever. And at some point, somebody picks up some kind of pork product. I forgot what it was. And I think they go to eat it or something like that. And like the pig like looks at them and then they like put it down. And See, like, it sounds real familiar. I just can't recall it. Yeah. None of this is even doing anything. We watched me. it on the show. Fucking we saw it. I, I promise you that. And I have a horrible memory. And here I am telling you pretty much what happened exactly in that trailer. <laughs> anyway. This will be a fun surprise then because I have not seen gameplay of this game. Me either. I know it's supposed to be like XCOM and you guys don't even remember the fucking game. So this is a brand <laughs> new game for you guys. Yeah. This is a game I've been much anticipating. So, uh, anything you guys want to say on this before we get into it? No. 
something I did a lot during the E3 stuff because I, I for some reason, always pay attention to what people wear. Uh, remember that if I ever come in contact with you, I'll be looking at you and going, you could be looking better. I'll be like, ooh, you're looking good. Um, what shirt do you guys like better? Max Scoville 1 or Scoville 2? 1. Dude, it's the same shirt, just inverted. Kind of. You like the darker yeah, color? Yeah, 2 is just like assaulting my eyes, luau. Yeah, I like the colors, but yeah, it is it is really loud. I think the first one's safe for sure. I just don't know why he likes wearing so many flowers. Uh, I forgot the style it's called. It's uh, he essentially his whole thing is he tries to dress like Spike Spiegel a lot, and then like a lot of people who dress that like style wear a lot of Hawaiian shirts and shit too. Spike doesn't wear Hawaiian shirts. I know, but he still like likes to wear like similar clothing to that. It's fucking dumb. Yeah, fair. Um, what's on the comments? Do you think it's fucking dumb? And what outfit did you like the best on the Scoville meter? Uh, Ray Chris. Yep. All right. Three, two, one and go. Now we're going to take a look at mutant year zero road to Eden. And I'm joined by the game's executive producer. Oh, who's here? Oh, I'm not. That's wrong. The no, that's I'm here a... with Mark and Harold. Or, uh, guys, thank you so much for coming, coming by. Um, mutant year zero road to Eden is a lot of words. And I think a lot of people see this and they're like, this is a brand new thing. This is based on a 30 year old RPG. That's correct. It's uh, based upon a, a uh, RPG uh, pen and paper book that was released in the mid '80s. Pen and paper book. And uh, it's seen a bit of a revival. That's a Warthog man. Printed in. Uh, Sorry, graphically, English. it's a lot better it's looking than XCOM. Different countries mm-hmm. around the world. Uh, so yeah, it's become quite a popular thing, and we were lucky enough to get the rights to make the video game. Based yeah, actually, it, uh, it's amazing that the. It's interesting. I've actually never heard of this pen and paper game. Uh, I don't know either. Me either. Turned into a video game, but when we knocked on uh, on the IP owners' uh, door, they not only uh, made it happen, then they invested in the game and and, and stick with us. Through, it was uh, very quiet. That's wonderful. I mean, yeah. the cool thing about having a, a an RPG that's been around for thirty years is you've had people playing it and effectively kind of like doing a dry run. Yeah, and we're in Cyberpunk and another pen and paper game, game. Uh, and you've turned it into a really interesting game where it's real time exploration and recon, and then like turn based tactical combat. That's true. We we kind of wanted to gate the game. That's right up my alley. Mario Rabbids. Uh, bring the best out of Is there uh, stuff in that? World. No. And but, uh, mm. it as, as Explorations as in real time and, uh, combat. Oh, really? Okay. This game just didn't cut it's like that there's so a stealth aspect to it. We implemented the yeah. different elements of the game, bringing people from, from IO like like Mark and Lee Barley that have uh, loads of years and then and making uh, uh, Hitman, bringing the stealth element, element into the game. Oh, that's cool. That's interesting. From, uh, Exploration. When he said IO, I was like, IO Entertainment? Well, I mean, the, the, the gameplay of, of something like, you know, XCOM Enemy Unknown is, is really addictive, and I, I know mm. a lot of people are really into that, uh, but that, that level of the, the stealth and exploration is a really nice added touch. Yeah. Uh, is, how is the world structured exactly? Is it like sort of separate environments, or is it one big... Um, there's separate environments uh, connected together, so it forms a, a, a world... Uh, but they're, in se- you know, they're definitely in sections uh, and separated by... Uh, so it almost areas. reminds me of a game like... Uh, um, but you can approach anything you want in any kind oh, of uh, shit. way you would like to choose. There's two so of them. They're turn-based games. You can go in for uh, all guns blazing. On PC. Um, Very popular. Be, uh, handled into- uniquely Newer. By the, player. the newest one came uh, out recently. Our way was sort of to... to, um, to uh, Take the uh, craftsmanship of game... Uh, Make a character. And instead of sort of... Uh, <laughs> Focus on it's like a the one so yeah. i just can't remember divinity? the name of it yes thank you okay <laughs> reminds me of divinity almost except for it's more uh you know you're playing actively and less clicking and then combat's not gonna be the same although it is turn-based in that as well but this is supposed to be more like XCOM. 
time you uh, to load the game. Yeah. Now, uh, as for the sort of the lighting effects, this is, uh, this is my first question: is why are there talking animals? Um, that's actually based upon an expansion for the uh, pen and paper RPG, uh, where they have anthropomorphic uh, human or mutant animals, I would call them, uh, and they're interesting characters. And that's actually one of the things we wanted to do was have some very interesting and more unique characters uh, to explore the world. So they haven't been spotted, so they're able to take the first attack, which is kind of uh, so cool. So the, uh, the setting itself, like what is what what happens? Something goes horribly wrong, and it's a it's a dystopia. Like give me a little little context here. It's, it's kind of uh, uh, blinded, but I shoot you. Uh, that's the way they do it. If you're gonna shoot somebody, might as well blind them first. Nobody wants to see when they're about to get shot. Same as ducks. Should be Howard. That would make sense. That guy's name is interesting. Haralder. Tactical sort of guns versus aliens approach of XCOM, but then to have like something that's still very like bring it's in very the tactical clean, duck, little, you know, kind of dark stuff going on. But then you've got a duck named Ducks. Yeah. Uh, are, <laughs> how much how much character creation is there and customization? Um, you don't create uh, bespoke characters, but there are a lot of mutations and things that you can swap around for the characters. So as you play through the game, you'll unlock. Um, of course, you can buy weapons and, and, and add-ons for your weapons and that kind of stuff. But you also unlock mutations, which you can... There's a mutation tree, which you can actually uh, pick and choose mutations so your characters will evolve depending on your play style and what kind of enemies you, you uh, encounter in the world. Does that change okay. you visually, uh, can you though? Give me like, a few examples of sort of the, the mutations and their, and their tactical Okay, advantages. well, um, we've got such uh, mutations as uh, stone skin, where you can turn your skin into stone. Well, boxes are uh, artifacts. A lot of damage from enemies, or you can absorb it. Um, Rocket leap is uh, one where you can actually uh, leap from one part of the uh, level to um, to another and uh, sort of uh, get tactical advantages. You have um, uh, moth wings where you can sort of fly up for a high cover. I'll say they really picked a really dark section of the game. Uh, yeah. There are loads of different uh, mutations that sort of bring the game. Come on, game developers. I'm getting old. It's hard for me to see in this darkness. I can't see my glaucoma. I sort of think I need glasses. I definitely do, but I'm wearing contacts. Once you see that that's not really uh, um, cutting the uh, the edge, you need to get something else, and then uh, the uh, mutations sort of get. Like Josh threw on a pair of bifocals um, a couple weeks many, ago, and he's like, "Oh, these are great. You can see." I put them on. I'm like, "Doesn't really do a whole lot for me, man." I was like, "Do you, do you need glasses?" He's like, "No." I was like, "I'm sure he would take that as a, a, a pride thing too." You gotta, as you get older, man, you gotta take care of them eyes. And he's like, you're the blind one. I'm like, I know. <laughs> that's not even, that doesn't mean anything to me. Well, that's my life. It's like one in three men are colorblind. People are worried about that too. That's their fault. Yeah, red, green, colorblind. There's a lot of colorblindness, but yeah, that's the most common one. I've known a couple people with it. But they see in different shades of gray, okay, so, so they still understand that color is different. They just don't know which one it is, so it's hard when you're like, hit the green button, because you're like, which gray? One of our first roommates. Yeah. Not to name anyone. Wikipedia. 
<sighs> had uh, red green and uh, it wasn't that he couldn't like if he saw red he saw red he could see red if he saw green he saw green but if he saw them together they looked like the same color right oh yeah i remember him saying that yeah like uh he said he had problems with, like stoplights for them too yeah yeah, yeah, I've heard that's a thing with yeah. red green color blindness. Yeah. So like his DS light would go from green to red. Mm -hmm. And he wouldn't be able to tell. He wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah. So every once in a while he'd like show me his DS. He's like, yeah. hey, is this green or red? Yeah. <laughs> that's how he broke to me too. He's like, it's like, uh, is this green or red? I was like, green? He's like, oh, he's like, I'm colorblind. I was like, okay. And he started telling me about it. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And you've been picked at first, I'm like, what the fuck? Is this a trick question? <laughs> Someone else we know is colorblind and won't admit it. This whole episode is just fucking hot takes on people we know. We're about to lose some real life subscribers. I'm trying to avoid names on these subjects for a reason. I've straight up called Josh like three times. He's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to play some console games with you, goddammit! You made fun of me on the internet! <laughs> Tell people I'm blind! And they're safe in this, that's their village, that's where their elder lives, and that's where they go back. Damn, that's creepy. Oh, shit. Ragdoll and slow mo. I'm fucking ready for this game. Damn, they're just leveling away. Enjoy that. Get to level twenty. That's where it gets fucking rough. All right. And how, how, in terms of the sort of the story, the missions, and, and how that unfolds, is it is it fairly linear, or is it does it let you kind of pick and choose how you go about it? Um, there is a there is a story that runs through the game, and you, you can follow that. There are some side missions and so, well, uh, side areas to go and explore that are related somewhat to the main story. But there is a story. So where's the other me. person? Because in the trailer no, was three that, people. And I, I apologize for repeatedly comparing oh, yeah, this to know. XCOM. I swear that's not a bad thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, one thing I keep like talk about is moving, really the, but it's the, not. Yeah. It's not the, the screen. Of losing, losing a character that you really get attached to. I mean, in, in a uh, lot of games, I appreciate like yeah, real dark and real nighttime like effects, well, especially in a shooter where there's like survival elements. But this, I'm like, this is a little too dark, dog. In a game like this, I want to be able to see. Uh, yeah, no, I want to be able to see every game. Not me, fucking. In goddamn Arma 2, when like there's cloud coverage and it's nighttime, you only see where there's light sources. That's it. I love it. I have a crazy story from Daisy where we were running through a field in the middle of the night, and the only way we could, we had one guy with the flashlight, and there's three of us. And we're running, and all you hear is zombies screaming, and fucking there's gunshots, and you'd see just in the flash of the gunshots, zombies running. And it was fucking, it was intense. If I ever make a movie about zombies, I'm gonna do something like that in it. Cause I was like, after it happened, we're all just like fucking bleeding and like putting bandages on the shit. Like, holy fuck. All because we went to a store, and I went behind the... Uh, the desk um, and went into the back room when I came back out all of a sudden I took sh a shotgun round to my side and I instantly turned to where I got shot from and there's a dude we didn't know laying on the floor and I fucking just unloaded on him killed him and all those gunshots we saw silhouettes outside the store of just zombies running towards the door and we'll get, we gotta get the fuck out of here so we ran out back and we're just running through a field and just getting like chased down by like screaming zombies and shit. I was like, this is horrifying. And like we started doing like a figure eight maneuver where like we'd like see each other running each other and fucking, you know, because one guy had a flashlight and fucking fire at the other guys and it was, it was crazy. 
There's not a game I've ever played that was like that. At the moment, when you're playing the game, you have three party members. In this demo, we've only got two unlocked at the moment. Party members? You have a maximum of three. Point blank shotgun blast incoming. And as long as you're not in combat, three percent chance. We call it the golf bag approach. So you can just go there, look, recon an area. And then you can say, okay, this is a. Uh, I'm going to require these kind of things. Mimir. And then you set up your characters accordingly. And of course, the recon is, is a whole. I know that homie you know, from God of War. A, yeah, I think um, mm. the way we sort of uh, laid out the, the map is that mm -hmm. um, you have the exploration where you sort of gather the resources and then get the feel for the world. And then once you can come into uh, contact with uh, enemies, you get the sneak element where you sort of set up the... Uh, this, this free roaming, it's interesting, but it's weird at the same time, because I can see how they design the levels to be, like, more geared towards, like, turn-based combat, because everything's, like, very, like, squared off and linear. Um, but, like, the free roaming, it just feels like... I don't know, it feels kind of awkward to do it in that kind of landscape. Well, if you're like playing with like a mouse and keyboard, it's gonna be interesting because you're probably gonna be moving around with WSAD and then using the mouse to look around like that, which will feel almost like a stick shooter or something like that. But yeah, then you're gonna go into a combat phase and it's gonna be click, you know, turn-based shit. I'm assuming, which is interesting. I like it, but it is kind of a weird trade-off. This is out 2019 at some point. It's 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's damn really. The game is out when we feel it's ready. Okay. Uh, right now, that's, <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's good to hear that they're not rushing it. Consoles? Absolutely. Yes. Wonderful. Uh, if you need to take it's just, now is the time it's nice every once in a while to hear someone go, this is coming out 2019, right? They're like, 2018. Like, oh, the reverse crackdown. <laughs> Never coming out. Uh, what do we think of the very dark game with the duck? Darkwing duck. Well, you said before when, when we watched it, because I still don't still hasn't struck any chords with me um that we, that i was uh interested in it and that video has made me completely uninterested in this game hmm. i uh <clears throat> i'm not huge on stealth in games anyways so that that isn't like it's not a plus or a minus it's just not you know i prefer not to do it and then uh super dark and the exploration part almost seemed pointless to me so I don't know. Hmm. I'm the opposite. I'm very excited for it. Uh, it's it's XCOM with uh, with stealth in it. I like tactical RPGs. I like tactical games. I like turn-based stuff. So this is gonna be definitely something I want to play. It was very dark, but uh, it might look a lot better um, when it's not a janky fucking E3 video. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh. But yeah, I'm really excited for it. I like the mutations. Uh, it sounds really interesting. I'm curious if that's going to change the way your character looks because they brought that up when he talked about if you can customize your character. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping it'd be kind of cool to like, you know, as you're going through your mut mutation tree to like see different attributes start to change the way your character looks since you're already a mutant anyway. You're already a fucking duck anyway. Name ducks. Um, it's like my name being like Hugh for human or something like that. That's just not... Whoever named that person needs to get good. Uh, Chris? Um, I really like tactical games. Like, you know, I played a lot of Final Fantasy Tactics in my day. But uh, just watching this, I'm, I'm kind of the same boat as Chevy. I'm just like, eh, it's okay looking, but it's not enough to really grab my attention, it seems. And yeah. The free roaming on the maps is just too 
it just seems very awkward and unnatural to me the way the maps are laid out. Like it just doesn't feel right. Hmm. Yeah, I assume while well, I was kind of paying attention there, we we're talking a lot of shit about fucking people we know though. Um <laughs> which is always interesting. If you want to get me talking, let's just talk some shit and I'll 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 be right there with you for hours. Um I'm really good at complaining. Um But I didn't hear exactly why they said you're going to be running around looking for stuff, but I'm assuming you're going to be able to craft or sell those things. So I don't think you're going to have to, you know, go around and do that stuff, but you're going to want to. So um, I think it's interesting. I think also it's XCOM is a great system because it's like a case by case thing. You play this map, you, you, you get out or you get out with like a couple of your characters left and then your progress is all done at like a base and then you just go do another match. Whereas in this has more things to offer than just the combat that XCOM has. Cause it looks like almost the exact same thing as XCOM. The, the combat looked mm-hmm. almost exact same. Um, right. So yeah, just having other things to offer will uh, soften and take away uh, the monotony of the repetition of XCOM. Although XCOM's really easy to just keep playing. Um, well, at least the first one was. The second one, I did quit playing. Um, so I guess I wasn't too good at that. Um, so yeah, those are things I'm looking forward to on that. But yeah, I, I get where you're coming from when you're talking about the exploration, kind of like, shall we say, it felt like kind of pointless or whatever. I don't know enough about it to make that judgment, but um, I'm assuming there will be something to it. Um, but i definitely be more interested in the combat itself. So... Uh, hopefully it meshes well and i like the stealth aspect of it but i like stealth games like a lot so um unless the stealth is like just thrown in there because they need it for a story part and it's like shitty stealth i'd rather just be a cutscene then yeah. i hate shitty fucking stealth mechanics um yeah anything else you guys want to talk about when it comes to that Mm-mm. or anything let me, let me make my own animal person no and i'll be more into it that's biomutant sure that thing. Can you make your own goggles? Like a little, no. little monkey rat. They're saying you couldn't. Monkey rat. Monkey rat's good enough for me. Let us know in the comments. Monkey rat, good enough for you. Let me know in the comments. What do you think about, uh, what is that, Mutant Year Zero? Road to Eden? Sure. That's what it's called? <laughs> I don't remember. If that's what it's called, let me know what you think about that. If I got the game wrong, you can let me know what you think of that game and this game. Let me know what you think about all games. Uh, are you interested in XCOM-style games? Do you like uh, tactical games, uh, turn-based games? We think about uh, how dark that game was. And uh, do you like do you like the dark? Do you not like the dark? Why are you afraid of the dark? Let me know. Let's dive in. Deep dive. But that's going to do it for this episode of TasteCast episode 67. Uh, as always, thanks for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook at Tasty Loot Gaming. Check out my streams and Chris's streams on Twitch at Tasty Senpai. All one word for me. And Tasty underscore fruit for Chris. Uh, hit the notification button so you know when we go live. And we got a Discord. Join that. We talk all the time, every time, and uh, we're on audio uh, podcast uh, internet things. Uh, that's good English. <laughs> and you can listen to us on the internet uh, where you're at right now or on iTunes or all those other things. And if you're listening to us right now, come check us out on YouTube at Taste Loot Gaming. And I think that's everything. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. Until next episode, which will be uh, Tuesday for Taste Tuesday. Uh, Oh, one real quick thing. I probably should have said at the very beginning of this episode. We may be experimenting with doing Taste Cast on Saturdays. Uh, if it doesn't work out, we'll go back to doing Fridays. But the reason I want to do Saturday is because um, 
if we start doing live shows, we'll be able to do them on Saturday. We would not be able to do live shows on Friday. So uh, we may try that out. I will put out an individual video for that if that is the case for next week. But just know that may be coming. So expect TasteCast to be on Saturday. Maybe. I'll let you know. But, uh, but yeah, that's everything. So until the next episode, have a great weekend, guys, and take it easy.